but you can't leave the property. Stand in the yard. Okay. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. Cheddar cheese. It's cheddar cheese. Hello and welcome. Before we get started today, we have a really big announcement to make, and it's a little bit of a somber one. Uh, one of the regular cast members of this show. It's one tough. Of, Take your time, man. Thanks. Take your time. I appreciate the patience. One of the regular members of this show, being me, Charlotte, and Zach being the members, one of us has changed forever, and there is no going back. <sighs> I'm part of Croc Gang! <laughs> Zach has... Yeah, you need to translate that. <laughs> Zach, Zach got Crocs. I got Crocs. And now he's part of the Croc Croc gang. Yeah, Croc gang. Zach got Crocs today. Friday? Zach got Crocs Friday. And he came in today and he wanted everyone to know that he has Crocs. Well, now, now they know today's not Friday. You spoiled it for them. <laughs> Could be Tuesday. They don't know. Why don't you tell <laughs> us about your... Tell us about Crocs. Journey to Crocs. Well, they're... Um, Croc Corner. It's Croc Corner, guys. I'll tell you about Crocs. I'll tell you my journey about why I wanted to get Crocs. I have plenty of people I know who have Crocs, and they swear by them. Everybody who has a pair of Crocs has been the most comfortable shoe that they've ever owned in their life. They are pretty excited about it, yeah. Yeah, and everybody who's like, I don't know about that, they're like, well, you're wrong! They're not cut you! <laughs> they say that. I've heard them. They've Accurate. Yeah. Um, and so I've been against it for a long time. And then we were in the shoe store the other day. It was buy one, get one half off. And we saw Crocs. And I didn't find any other shoes that I wanted. Alana got a pair of shoes. Um, and then I just, you know, I just we decided that we were going to buy a pair of Crocs for half off. We got to the register. They were full price. And we bought them anyway. Because I'm <laughs> too much of a scaredy cat to say, never mind, I wanted these half off. <laughs> so you got two pairs of Crocs? No, we got one oh, pair. any pair of shoes. Yeah, oh. it said buy one half, get one half off the whole store. Okay. Except then, for Crocs. Except for Crocs. Apparently. Oh, my gosh. Are Crocs reasonably priced? Was that Kohl's? Yeah. Crocs are expensive. Yeah. Kohl's do that all the time. No, it was famous footwear. Oh, okay. Sorry. And the thing about that is... I still hate is you, Kohl's. They... Whoa. Not a sponsor. That is not the opinion of Don't Drink the Tea, the podcast. <laughs> Kohl's. Famous footwear is... Half of their inventory is Crocs. Huh. So you would expect that that would include half of their inventory. <laughs> yeah. But I own them now, and they're Okay. So far. I'm not in love. I don't hate them, though. Are they, like, the co- price of, like, a normal pair of shoes? Yes. Like a pair of sneakers? Yes. That's insane. It is. <laughs> but you got them for a joke? Okay. These were on a little <laughs> bit of a sale. <laughs> these were a little bit of a sale. They Anything were, for the podcast. They were $40, yeah. which is too much money for what they are. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say it, but regularly, they're, like, $60. Wow. It's insane. But you could have had them for 20 I could have had them for twenty if they, if oh, I would have. Oh, forty's not bad. They last a really long time, from what uh, I hear. Yeah, I know, but I'm a cheapskate, and I didn't really want them in the first place. So yeah, it's pretty expensive <laughs> for something you don't want. Period. Yeah. <laughs> so because of the the wonderful uh, non visual medium that we have here, nobody has seen the shoes that I wear, and I um, famously, if I may say so, wear <laughs> wear uh, Vibram Five Fingers, which are the toe shoes that either people think called? are awesome. <laughs> Five fingers is what they're called. Oh, That's misleading. What you say before it is that? Vibrams is Vibram. the name of the, of the uh, brand. Yeah. So, wish you were a sponsor, Vibram. Um, so you know people. That's not the opinion of the podcast. That's the thing. So many people think they're super gross and it weirds them out. But 
they are, and I do not pay this. I did once pay like 90 bucks for a pair, but they are sometimes like 130 bucks. That's like a, a down payment on a house. <laughs> I recently You have never bought a house, have you? Really tell me. I recently bought an extraordinarily expensive pair of boots for work. Oh, yeah, no, that's probably true. You probably do win that. <laughs> it hurts, doesn't it? It hurt me to my soul. <laughs> But it's, like, supposed to stop, like, you know, the anvil from crushing your toes off, right? No. Oh! <laughs> this was just the fact that my feet hurt so bad at the end of a day oh. that I went So they're not steel-toed? No, I specifically didn't want steel-toed. Okay. Because okay. steel-toe hurts my feet because it squishes my toes together and you can't, like, move them. But I got these. I tried on, like, five pair of boots or something like that, and these were the most expensive, but they were also the most comfortable. Please so, well, reveal you your real motive, and that's because you thought you looked I did. I did look cute, and uh, my my loving wife Alana, who's here. All spoilers. Uh, we have one wife here today. Yay! She said they're very cute. So Ty said they were cute too. Yeah. That okay. Was... Here's another twist. She's here to do. I'm too. here as well. That's right. It's the wives episode, and that's so why we're this... talking about shoes. So this turned into Women. this. This was not even a cold open. This turned into like a quarter of the episode. So. Do you yeah. want to introduce yourself in case nobody We should knows. probably just wrap it up. Welcome to Don't Throw the Tea, the Agatha Christie podcast where we discuss Agatha Christie's books one by one. I'm Charlotte. I'm Josh. I'm Zach, and we also discuss shoes. And who else do we have with us today? I'm Tabitha. I'm Alana. Hello, everybody. Thank you for being here. And now, oh. this is a, a girl <laughs> episode, so... <laughs> if you are a fan of when we talk about trucks and, like, <laughs> farting and... Beans, <laughs> Slim Jims, skip ahead. But if you like it when we talk about shoes and flowers and Agatha Christie books, <laughs> stick around. Stay tuned, man. Have we ever I'm talked gonna... about Slim Jims? I'm sure we have. That feels like something that would have come up. I, with confidence, feel like we definitely have. I challenge any fan that's listened to every episode, please yeah. go find a Slim Jim segment. Find a, find a Slim Jim There's got reference. to be at least one reference Slim Jim Made by me or Zach. Or both. Or more than one. See, I don't possibly. think there is, but then again, I have the worst memory. Well, of there's anyone. a first time for everything. And that's this yeah. episode. I, th I think that's a good Yeah, this challenge. episode doesn't count, right? Okay, if. if Slim Jim. Do you like Slim Jims? You think they're nasty? I've never eaten one. Okay, if they find a Slim Jim uh, reference in the old episodes, you have to try a sampling of Slim Jim flavors on air. Okay. <laughs> and I have I'll to do that. cry. <laughs> now, spoiler alert Just Josh me? hates them, and I, I think they're fine. It's, it's a worse beef jerky. Okay. It's a far worse beef jerky. It is like soft. <laughs> Tabby agrees. They're pretty disgusting. <laughs> They're not good. Very salty, I'm imagining. Very. Okay. Pure salt. But if you want to hate yourself for a while. Well, If yeah, you're in the market. Already there. <laughs> if you're in the market, market for some self-loathing. Become a Slim Jim. I think yeah. we all are. In or like Slim Jim. Big disgusting ones. <laughs> I just assume it's something my body would immediately reject. Yeah. Well. I don't even know if I've had one. I just, I, it's, I will never go there. They're not for bad, the pain of heart. Bad things will happen. Nutritional value. You have to, you have to prepare your body for it. Much like uh, a hot dog eating competition person prepares their body for that. <laughs> just to eat a, just to eat a Slim Jim, you have to be incredibly unhealthy. I think I'll be okay then. I think I'm very safe. Nobody thinks I'm eating person. That's true. That's true. So we'll find out. Could be could be the last episode featuring me. Stay tuned for Crot Corner and Slim Jim Sessions. Man, this show is so on point. See see what happens yes. when you get some more girl energy? It's title. amazing. Yes. <laughs>
know, you're Charlotte, already like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get to talk enough. Just yes, so the Alana. audience knows that Charlotte is most excited to have us here. I the, am. <laughs> and the boys are not so much. No. <laughs> Only because they know they won't get to talk we as talk much. We talk to them all the time at home. <laughs> I don't get to. That's not our problem. Well, why don't you call sometime? <laughs> you guys can have a spinoff podcast. We won't mind. No. What would you guys want to talk about? It's not the same. Pottery? <laughs> Beans. <laughs> We've done all that. But not as a series. Well, so, Tabby, if you had your own podcast, what would you want it to be about? Ooh, probably The Sims or something. Okay. Where I consume uh, an inordinate amount of my time. Okay. Then then you've got a lot of things to say about it. Then. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> How about you, Alana? Oh, it would probably be something lame like reviewing a show or a movie or something like that. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I, I don't have any cool I hobbies. Kill like, that's like a podcast. A, that's not lame. Yeah, like, yeah. Lame, like reviewing like a book series. <laughs> or an author or something. Who would do that? Lame! <laughs> No, I picture I picture Alana having like I think you could have your own like um, Instagram cooking thing. Yeah, definitely. If I did something like that, it would have to be it would have to be visual. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't know if I could make a podcast interesting. I think most of uh, what can. would make me entertaining would be my awkward mannerisms. <laughs> well, speaking of which, Josh and I were like uh, quizzed by someone when we went to an art museum. She asked us to pick out our favorite uh, art pieces and explain why we like them. Oh, uh, for TikTok, for right? For TikTok, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and they did think my name was Charlotte because they heard about <laughs> Don't Drink the Tea, so you got the Words credits out there, for my man. art review. The issue was when we walked into the into the museum, <laughs> they were like, this voice sounds familiar. Is that Josh from Don't Drink the Tea? I guess that's Charlotte and Zach must be here somewhere. <laughs> wow. Probably sh- by the big blue chicken. Word's getting <laughs> out, man. Word is getting out. This is a big podcast. Yeah. This is a big deal. Yeah, it is. Are we recording? No. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I can see it the whole time, so I like, well, as we were talking, I'm like, I bet we're not recording right now. I didn't right offer now. for you to do this, but you didn't listen to me. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Do you want to look at it? No. Does it make you feel better? No, I'm now that I know it's recording, I'm good. Something's happening on the screen. You wear Crocs now. You can handle it. <laughs> I'm a man. So what book are we talking about today? We are talking about The Moving Finger by Agatha Christie. Zach was like, I hope you'd forgotten about that. <laughs> it is a Miss Marple book. She's back, and she hasn't been gone barely. that long. She's barely well, in it, though. Yes, yeah, somebody say this is a cameo book. <laughs> yeah. She's only in the last... Man, I love that service. <laughs> yes, she's only in the... she only records a video ahead of time. Hello, this is Jane. <laughs> I heard you got your tonsils removed. Just wanted to say you feel better. Cameo. Um, the best Miss Marvel impersonation ever. Thank you, and uh, and I, I know Zach has watched the movie, and but you from watching the movie, you wouldn't know that Miss Marvel is only in what did we like one tenth of the book? Barely. Yeah, yeah. she Barely, li- yeah. she literally is like a is a so extra in her own. book. Josh, you've read the book. I've read the book. Tabby, you've read the book. Mm-hmm. And Zach and Alana have seen the BBC adaptation, right? It on I have read the book. Oh, it good was for just you. a long time ago, and. I read books, and as soon as I'm finished reading them, I do not remember yeah. that I've ever read them. Like, I will draw check boxes on the um, table of contents of my books, and I'll open a book, see that all the boxes are checked, fl- flip through the pages, and I'm like, I don't remember ever having read this book. Oh, so, that makes me feel so much better. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I have read it technically, but it did not help me at all in preparing for this episode. <laughs> It's nice, though. You get surprised. Yeah. Over and over again. I've actually seen the episode twice now, too, and I still don't know who did it. So. <laughs> Same. I think I'd watched it three times before it 
finally like I was like, oh, that's what happened. Yeah. Now, for your information, FYI. I have at one point in my life attempted to read this book. Okay. Oh, yeah, you talked about Why? that on this podcast, but you yep. can bring it back around. Yeah, I I tried to read it for a project in school. I got to choose a book oh. that I would read, and then. And Josh came running down the hallway. Why don't you read this one? Well, I, I asked him, I'm like, what book should I read? And he gave me The Moving Finger. And I it's don't, the shortest one I had. And I don't know if it was a good choice. Well, it clearly wasn't. <laughs> I don't read. And it was old British talk, yeah. uh, which is all he had. So right. it makes right. sense. But uh, I tried to read that under a table at school, on, or under like a series of desks, and I fell asleep. And then the teacher... <laughs> who had never read it, printed off an online quiz that she found about the moving oh, finger. I don't even know if it was right. I didn't read it, but I, I took the test, and of course she didn't know the answers. So, man, I passed with flying colors, I'll tell you that much. I can't be sure about this, but I think you told that story on our first episode. So I think, like, this... Bring it back. But I you, don't remember but you fleshed it the, out. I remember yeah. you saying something about a project for school, but I don't remember the desks or the teacher or the online. Well, like, you, that's all I, good I, stuff. I know. I remember the chat about you reading it under the desk because I was like, why were you under a desk? <laughs> and Did you, you ever explain you, that? I reacted in anger. I was using, I, my, I was using <laughs> my jacket as a pillow, and I wanted right. to lay down. That's. I don't remember the reason, but I remember the reaction. <laughs> it was <laughs> that exact same was thing. anger. Was angry at me for jacket. asking why he was under his was a good jacket. I really <laughs> wish we could find that online quiz. So everybody here has read some of it, at least. <laughs> yes. I think that's progress. Have, did you guys read it under a desk at any time? Sadly, no. I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> See, that's, that's how you answer somebody. <laughs> <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Thanks for asking, Josh. <laughs> so who wants to do kind of a sum up? I like it when Zach does a sum up after he watches a movie. So okay. I'm going to do the sum up? Yeah. Now, before you do, I'm just, just a helpful tip. Give us the sum up that you would, that they would put on the back of the movie or the back of the book. Don't give us a shot by <laughs> shot recap. But just, you just can't a little, stop. A man dressed as sheep steals every mattress. Every time I, no, mattress, man dressed as mattress Every time I ask sheep. for the sum up, he's like, 20th Century Fox <laughs> presents. Screen okay. opens up on a hill. <laughs> Okay, here we go. There's a bouncing lamp, and it comes into the middle of, of a P and an X. Okay. Uh, fancy city brother and sister move to a small town where they think nothing's going to happen. But surprise, surprise, they've got uh, somebody in the town writing secret letters to secret people, exposing all their secrets. And someone died, and more people are dying. Miss Marple's there because she knew one of the guys. And they're trying to figure out who did it because they wanted to stop. <laughs> Very good. I think we should Best ask. Sum up ever. Usually we do this for our guests. Uh, what your connection is with Agatha Christie, like your experience with Agatha Christie. Um, well, I'm married to her biggest fan. <laughs> and his name is <laughs> Lex, So I Can Kill Him. Lex. <laughs> so I've been kind of slowly inducted into the Agatha Christie cinematic universe. Um, you know, as a kid growing up, I did read, you know, and then there were none um, and a few of her other books. And then, you know, as I've gotten older and been tagging along with you, I've kind of like read behind you whatever you guys are reading in the podcast. Listen to plenty of podcast episodes, but not all of them. I should uh, probably get on that. And no, you're yeah, fine. It's where, fine. That's where I <laughs> am in the canon. <laughs> so you had read Agatha Christie before before you met Josh. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. And nice. the ones you've read with us, the Moving Finger, 
Um, <laughs> Sad Cypress. Three Act Tragedy. Yeah, I think those are the ones. And we've watched some also, and of course, Death on the Nile. Oh, we read yeah. Death on the Nile. Yep. Yeah, we've read that. Yeah, which we, you know, because that's not a big deal in our house, but she, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nothing. It's just this little movie. Josh kind of like no. So, <laughs> so, the, so the reason that he makes you say it is because like we penalize him five dollars every time. <laughs> what do you want that? me to say? Well, that really clipped the mic. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> Better. I know I'm ridiculous. How about you, Alana? <laughs> um. Big surprise, I can't really remember. I used to read a lot more than I do now. Um, I used to have a way better attention span when I was a kid than I do now. But I know Josh gave me a bunch of just extras, because he had two of a lot of them, mm. and gave me some of Great. them. So, I know, I do remember the first one I tried to read was A Murder Is Announced. Oh, okay. And I thought it was so boring. I don't even think I ever finished it to this day. So I don't remember which one I actually ended up uh, liking. And then I started reading a lot of them. I read a bunch of them on the on a road trip down to Florida, actually. Oh, nice. So, and don't ask me what my favorite one is, because I couldn't tell you. I wouldn't <laughs> remember anyway. But I do really enjoy mysteries. I enjoy reading mysteries. I remember uh, I had black coffee, and I was, like, trying to read them in a specific order, but I was, like, so anxious to get to black coffee so I could read it while I was drinking coffee. And I, <laughs> nice. I zipped through that in, like, a day. But, yeah. <laughs> I like black coffee, and that one—that's like post Christie's death, correct? Well, yeah, because she wrote the play, and then it's okay. novelized by someone else. So, so the play gonna, has already been written. That's going to be a very long way away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we haven't tackled it yet. I'll be dead by then. I, but in the you back guys of my head, I have it. the one that you read first, and maybe it'll come to me. And <laughs> Let I, me know if you because I, I remember you being like, "I never got through," right? but then one day you were like, "Oh, I read this one," and I was like, "Oh, awesome!" But yeah, it's there. I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll it was. It out. What's the one? What's the one where the lady they think she gets stung by a bee? Oh, Death she... in the Clouds. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, a different one. The Harold and House. No, they're in the desert, I think. And there's a and there's a, a guy. Appointment with Death. The, yes. Oh, okay. That, okay. Oh, maybe yeah, yeah. Is that oh, one. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, just the movie is the one. I think that was the movie. first one. Oh yeah, that I really it is. It is. Into. I think it was Appointment with Death. Yeah, okay. it was. Oh, that's very interesting. Because then you told me you watched the movie and the movie's horrible. Yes. Oh, the movie's so bad. Yeah. Um, so a murder is announced is the one where there's the a thing in a local paper, yeah. also a marble, yeah, and also like small village life. Right. A notice shows up in the paper that says there's going to be a murder at mm-hmm. this lady's house. Yeah. Um, I have allergies, not COVID. Just so everybody knows. You guys won't get there. COVID. Unconfirmed. To this. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> They're turning it off right now. Yeah, that's that's a murder is announced. Yeah. And it's I think that one is kind of a slow starter. So it, I could. It's see. often yeah because they introduce like fifteen characters all at yeah. once, but it is often cited as the best Miss Marple book. So it's it's maybe one excellent day later, I will say, but it is a very slow build up. So I could see where it would be like, nope, not. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, don't drink the tea. I definitely think I have been more interested in reading Clara's than Marple's. Like they tend to <laughs> yeah. hold my attention better. Yeah. Although I tried to figure out exactly which one it was, but there's a specific story. I believe it's from the Parker Pine book that I like. I just remember for some reason reading it in like summer of 2020 quarantine and it just felt so cozy and I don't remember what the story was about but I like remember how I pictured it in my head and I'm like I loved that little short story. Isn't that great? That's what Agatha Christie does for you. Yep. Is she is She's very cozy. She is the literary equivalent to mac and cheese or whatever your comfort food is. Yeah. But mac and cheese that might kill you. A cup so. of hot cocoa. Yeah, hot cocoa, <laughs> mac and cheese, or for Zach, uh, cold Pizza chicken rolls. tenders. <laughs> Scrumptious. <laughs> Scrumptious. 
<laughs> What's your comfort food, Tabby? Ooh, that's hard to say. I mean, I love a good mac and cheese. Pasta, pretty much any yeah. pasta. Yeah. Vegan pasta. Yeah, pasta. vegan pasta. I am a vegan. Um, probably also ramen noodles. Okay. To Josh's chagrin, I could eat ramen noodles every day of the year. <laughs> That's amazing. We, we're trying to diversify the <laughs> diet of this podcast by bringing on someone who uh, kind of eats healthy, <laughs> when we're usually snorting <laughs> sour patch kid dust. <laughs> During, oh. And everybody's like, please stop. And then when we're done that, eating our snacks just while the podcast is being recorded, after that we're like, let's do a game where we try food. <laughs> I know this is incredibly off topic, but I just want to quickly share an anecdote that Zach shared as we were pulling up the driveway. I was talking about how, like, they put lavender in drinks to be, <laughs> to be like, trendy. And I always thought that was weird until I realized, like, oh, a lot of teas are basically, like, flower water. And Zach goes, well, people, like, boil vegetables for vegetable soup and they drink the broth. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything that I just said? Made sense in my head. <laughs> there was ice. I was under the desk because I didn't want to be around anybody. So for all the Zach fans out there, that's what it's like to be with us 24/7. Yeah, that's pretty much. He knew one thing about vegetables that he had to chew on it. Sometimes they grow. Well, broccoli's green. I, I like knowing that that is the the deep uh, conversations that you guys oh, yeah, have. Yeah, I think no. that's fantastic. There are no layers. He he is what you see. <laughs> Like an There's onion. Lots of layers. Okay. Uh, raw onion or a boiled onion for soup? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not being. That's you gave me that face. Zach right doesn't even eat soup. <laughs> I wouldn't know, Charlotte. I've <laughs> never eaten a boiled I onion. Being snarky. He gave me that face like, how could you be so cruel? I, was just... I brought my wife here for you. <laughs> let's go. Let's just, let's just go somewhere else. Anyway. Burger King. <laughs> so, uh, right at the start, let's just get right into the book. Yeah, I <laughs> let's just so. jump into this one quickly. <laughs> no introduction. So, I already so, summed yeah. it up. Zach, what did we gave, think? Zach yeah. gave it the sum up. It was a very right. good sum up. Right, right, right. right. So, um, yeah, what, like he said, there's poison pen letters going around. This was a trope at the time that Christy wrote it, and she this uh, much like Body in the Library, the last one with her Miss Marple books, she is taking on a trope of mystery novels and doing her spin on it because she she turns the genre on her head and uh jerry is her last name burton yeah 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 as the quiz the quiz that i did find Ooh! oh wow. you found the quiz yeah the <laughs> moving finger point. trivia quiz oh you should make us, fun make us take it yeah it's not gonna be as fun as you think probably <laughs> it's 10 questions it's multiple choice oh, okay so, <laughs> just but it's always burton right and so he is the first person narrator which is why Miss Marple literally shows up, I think, the last 50 pages, and not even for the whole duration of the, of the 50 pages. But it's kind of interesting to talk about why that happens. And we discussed this one on, uh, for our Guilty Not Guilty book club in connection with Wordplay, our favorite bookstore. Mm -hmm. So some of the observations that I'm and maybe Charlotte's bringing to this, and, and maybe Tabby, are ones that some of the people at the book club said. And I was like, oh, that's really true. Because some, they... Broaden my perspective. Yes, I have uh, two notebooks today, and one Whoa. of them has like Organized a, a crushed bug in it, which oh, is okay. really Delicious. gross. Less cool. Uh, yeah. Oh, very vegan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that there was 
There's always a, a thunderstorm at Book Club because we try to do it on the porch and always have to move inside. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had about a panic attack and a half. No, that one we <laughs> were inside the whole time. Um, yes, you're right. One the really cool thing that happened at book club is that I, I, sometimes I think I've told Charlotte things, sometimes I do and she forgets, but this I think was the first one. And you've never told me that before. I don't think I have. <laughs> and there was, there are two versions of this book. Hey, they have fruit here. There are three Christie books where they'd have an American version and a U.S. version. And I just don't mean the title. I mean the actual text. A three act tragedy, murder is easy, which we've already covered. So this is the last one. And this one has very significant changes. They they cut out nine thousand words, so that's a big chunk of a book. And I mean, literally nine thousand words. That's what they yeah. that's what they say. Wow. Like, and so if it's a fifty thousand word book, you know that's a fraction of it. That's and how that works. <laughs> one fifth. <laughs> and um, no, not one fifth. So, 10, yeah, 000. so the long and the short of that is I ended up with the stupid one. Like, right. I have the dumb American version. I was really sad. Where they cut out a lot of exposition, and it's just, but but now they only print the British version. It's actually only a mistake that they're printing a version that's shorter for a long time, because that's just what the American printing people, whatever, the publishers had, because it was in a magazine. And for some reason with this book, they were like, let's trim this book that's already sh pretty short. Let's cut away a bunch. I guess they were trying to appeal to, like, someone like Zash to read under a desk. <laughs> like me. Yeah, they were like, somebody needs to be able to read this under a desk while using their jacket as a pillow. It sounds like an intelligent idea. Let's cut out 9,000 words. <laughs> so in my version, it did not explain why it was called The Moving Finger, because that's a quote from a poem? Something. It's obscure. Yeah. But, it's like, it's, like, the pointing the finger, finger well, of, of the accusation. Not obscure, no, in the book, he just <clears throat> has a dream. And in the dream, there's a moving finger. But part of uh, his dream kind of helps him reveal the ending. Kind of oh. helps him intuit out the killer. Yeah, yeah okay. but in the movie, when the, when the title right. shows up, you see his finger <laughs> moving like this. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about yeah. that. He's like, wow. That was serious. Yeah, that in there. Just in case you didn't know. Because oh, really? I was sitting there thinking to myself, this is film. <laughs> this is film. Film. <laughs> yes. Um, so the strong points of this book. Uh, yeah, male narrator, um, which most people think she did a very good job. Christy did a very mm -hmm. good job with that. Um, that it, it is very self-aware. Like, it takes on a lot of things that were considered common, like you said, and makes, um, kind of makes them classy. <laughs> right. Because, like, you know, one of the things that you see in a lot of, books besides the poison pen letters is like someone gets one of these letters and then you know they they burn it and there's this big thing about should i keep the letter should i burn it and then you know the, this melodrama of burning the letter and so there's a scene where they where the brother sister they do that and they they have commentary on it about like you know Ooh, what should we do you know they took everything kind of head on yeah i feel like and and it's uh one of her funnier ones in the way that the narrator and his sister are usually like kind of making fun of the fact that the, the they're getting this letter that they get because when they come to the village in the book no one has told them about these letters they get one that implies that they're not actually brother and sister but that they're but that they're a couple and then they find out when they bring it up to somebody like we got this letter and they're like oh yeah everybody's been getting those letters and as they go around, there's like a few people who won't admit it, but mostly everybody's saying like, oh, I got a nasty letter. It said this, or I can't even say what it said. And they're like, just everybody's saying they're not true. They're just, they're like these really malicious rumors. Mm -hmm. um, and 
eventually, so we, we meet a big cast of characters, and this book has a very strong cast of characters. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, the hook of the book is that one lady, there's this family called the Symington family. Mrs. Symington gets one of these letters and kills herself, it seems. Mm-hmm. And that's when the police get involved because now somebody's dead. Yeah. And they, they think it has something to do with the letter that she received. Exactly. Um, so, Tabby and Alana, if you guys want to talk about some of the characters, and maybe it might be harder in the movie, I don't know. But I think talk they about stay some pretty true, the, though. Yeah, talk yeah, about some of the part. characters in this and, like, you know, ones you liked, ones you didn't, but just covering some of the characters that they meet in this one. Sure. Um, and I really liked the characters. Um, I liked most of them in the book. Well, I, I'll get into this later, but I like the book a lot more than I like the movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really like Jerry. He's the, you know, um, narrator and he's very funny. Um, I like his sort of cynicism that he takes towards uh, most things. Um, and then his sister, um, who's very uh, fashionable and she's very, you know, she's a city girl. So she likes um, getting dressed up, but she, you know, views the town as very quaint. Um, and she's kind of enjoying getting um, embroiled in all the drama and the town gossip. Um, and so she was a pretty funny and also, you know, pretty opinionated character who also had some pretty strong intuition throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, then there is also the daughter of the Symingtons, Molly? No. No. Megan. Megan. I knew it started with an M. Um, Megan. <laughs> she's very like neglected by her parents she's a stepdaughter so for some reason they didn't really choose to uh pay very good attention to her so she's kind of strange and awkward but um jerry takes a shining to her um and then some other interesting characters one of my favorites was mr pie um he's just very flamboyant um he's very he feels very much like a, a real person that i feel like you could meet uh on the street nowadays um he is a very a uh, collection of antiques that he knows only city people like the Burtons would appreciate. Yeah, um, like he'd been waiting his whole life for someone to show up and like know what th- these things are. <laughs> precisely, and he just views like the whole murder thing is like really funny. Like I can't believe something crazy like that happened in my town. So much cool gossip to dish on. Yeah, yeah like ooh, drama finally. Drama. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, some other interesting characters: Cora, the Reverend's wife. No, that's not her name. Oh. Uh, is it Cora? Mrs. Dane Calthrop. It's Mrs. Mrs. Dane, Dane Calthrop. I don't know. Oh, really the ever only her reason name. I said that is because I, for the whole time, I don't know why, but I instantly pictured her as being Cora from uh, Downton Abbey because she said she has weird oh, eyes. And Cora from yes. Downton Abbey yes. looks Cora. like she's definitely from death <laughs> always. I love her character, but she's so creepy. <laughs> is that the is that the the wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the American wife with the so blue eyes and and the black hair. Do they say what Mrs. Dane? I think they say what Mrs. Dane Calthrop's first name is but yeah she's the i think she's, she's the best really character, character in the book um there's the doctor owen mrs dane Calvert. what's her first name because she's a recurring character it, it it just i found her husband's name which is or, caleb which is odd but anyway yeah <laughs> weird everybody loved her whatever her first i like name that is. in the movie the first time that caleb does anything he's speaking in latin because he's mm-hmm. a reverend and it just in the subtitles it doesn't say like reverend Speaking in Latin, so yeah. it's Caleb speaking in Latin. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't explain yeah. that he's a reverend or anything. Who's Caleb? I know, I love <laughs> Which one's Caleb? Because <laughs> he's like 110, yeah. and you're like, that's not Caleb. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the murder happens, the police get involved, and it's only till a, like another body appears that uh, Mrs. Dane Calthrop, Calthrop? 
Like it's Calthrop. Yeah. Says, like, oh, I know a lady who's really good with murders. And C-A-L-T-H-R-O-P. Should we also talk about the Simmingtons, though? Because they are kind of central. Yeah, so it's, uh, Alana, you can take on the Simmingtons. She's doing good. Just let her do it. <laughs> okay, okay. So th- there's also the Simmingtons. So a lot of the plot centers around them. Um, there's Mrs. Simmington, who gets fleshed out a little bit more in the movie. But basically, she's uh, pretty affluent. And as it was mentioned, she had a husband prior with whom she had Megan. Um, and she also has two boys, um, who she clearly favors over Megan, unfortunately. And then she got remarried to Mr. Simmington, a lawyer. And Mrs. Simmington, everybody knows her, everybody hangs out with her, but nobody really likes her very much. And I don't feel like it's explored very well in the book, but in the movie, like, they have it so that she kind of puts on airs and she, um, gossips really negatively about people. She wears sunglasses at dinner. She wears sunglasses (laughs) at dinner. That does sum her up. justified for that. Um, and then she dies, pretty much. Right. And yeah, so awesome. th- their family's at the center of attention because they also have a uh, nanny, governess, who... Uh, She's looking after the kids. Right. Who's <laughs> really who beautiful. is apparently beautiful, but no one likes her. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, beautiful, oh, she's so but, pretty, like, and as soon as no she opens her mouth, everybody's like, in the book, Ugh. Yeah, in the book, no one can stand her personality. It's not quite the same way in the in the movie, but... Uh, they say she has no essay. No essay. <laughs> no essay, <laughs> no essay to speak of. of. And so Jerry, uh, at first, is like, whoa, she's good looking, but then, at, then as soon as she speaks, he's like, oh, okay, now, whatever. Um, but she has very few lines in the book, but nothing she says sounds, like, that ridiculous. Like, I don't it's know. It's kind of hard to... To capture what Christy's saying, but I think she's yeah. just trying to say, like, you know, sometimes you know, and just you just know. <laughs> Which I guess it speaks something off. to, like, you know, your expectation of, okay, obviously someone who's physically attractive is also going to have, like, the perfect brain, and then, right. like, and that's... Like, <laughs> and I think they shied away from that in the movie because they were like, we don't really know what to do with that. Definitely. It's, it's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, she was like, because everybody's TV. like, yeah, she's pretty, but she's a bit insufferable. <laughs> In what way? (laughs) Explain. Um, Yeah. Uh, So, is there anything we want to go, like, to thoughts about the book? Or is there something we want to tackle before that? Like, this is a very breezy mystery, kind of like we talked about Body in the Library. Very economical when it comes to words. There's not a lot of filler. It's a very quick read. It moves along quickly. It almost feels like it's in real time. Like, Mm -hmm. there's, there's no flashbacks or anything like that. I think the things that I like about it the most are... That because, like you were saying about the tropes, um, I, th- I think this is the best treatment someone that I've ever read it that someone's ever done of like, oh, the, the idyllic, you know, village life, but you know, oh, it's a quagmire underneath. It's so nasty. Human nature is so gross. And what? I was just thinking about Lemmy Snicket. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Quagmire. I know that was a dangerous word to use. Just think about Lemmy Snicket. <laughs> So I think that she did the best job with that because the, the the person writing these letters, you know, they write horrible things and they just, it's like the same thing over and over again and they just send them to everybody and people's reactions to it is kind of fun. Some people are highly offended, some people are frightened and some people are like, well, that was dumb. You know, it, yeah. it, that part of it was interesting and I like that what you said about the big cast of characters, these aren't the same characters that Christy's always using because she does kind of have... She she does kind of go back to the same, I feel like, little pigeonholes that she has for characters, mm-hmm. when she has a lot of them, and I I don't think that she did that. I mean, she does have the Doctor, but he's not typical and he has what a, Christy does. Yeah, and where... he has a good personality, too. Mm-hmm. The best thing the Doctor does is, what is he, is it disease spleen? 
Yes. Yeah. He's in love with the, with the girl and he gives her pictures of a diseased plane. <laughs> that, and that, when I said I said, oh, that was mine and Zach's game. <laughs> we like the girl. Here's a picture of a diseased plane I like. Well, it worked, apparently, because both of your wives are here. Well, I don't know. No, not both of yours. <laughs> My three wives. <laughs> One of them liked the diseased plane pic. <laughs> And yeah, and Megan was an interesting character because she was, and that's what would have been a hard character for her to write, I feel like, because it's like you're describing someone who's treated as a child, but who's actually an adult, and but no one sees her for her potential. She was misunderstood, but she, Megan. But she's important yes. for many reasons in the book. She's but, an outsider. Yeah. And very much outcast by her society. Yeah. Yeah, I really can't spell. We're now going to do some grammar checks on Charlotte's notes. <laughs> How do you spell necessary? N e s s i s s i p. Yep, I thought so. Thank you, Zach. What is there a P? Silence. That's Mississippi. 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 Go ahead. Sorry. No, I think I think you actually spelled it better than I did. I spelled it N e c i s s a r y. Is it N E C E S S A R Y? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, looks good to me. Well, I don't feel so bad. Weaknesses. Spelling. So, what would you rate this book? Or is that what were you going to ask? I thought we were going to go round robin. Yeah, I was just talking about like some of the things you Oh, sorry. I was out of the room calling. Yeah, you didn't have to do a full review. Yeah, just some of your initial thoughts. I said them. Okay. Next. Um, yeah, and I agree. I uh, I love the village setting. It's, I think, her best version of that. Really like the characters. They're really funny. What I like best about this one is it's another complicated mystery with a super simple solution, which is what she does best. And like I said, you, this trope, she, you know, she did it, but obviously it's undeniable, undeniably Christy in the way that she handled it. And... Um, Somebody pointed out an interesting thing at book club about Miss Marple kind of being there just to cheer on the narrator because the narrator is the one that pretty much has to figure it out and he can't really do it until Miss Marple's like, you just got to believe in yourself. <laughs> you just got to believe. <laughs> and that's when he, he is able to do it. And that's, she points out some things and she helps set up a tra- death trap. But uh, that's pretty much her whole role and it is about the narrator. So it's kind of like... It's kind of like a Doctor Light episode of Doctor Who. Exactly. I was thinking so Only in there for a few minutes, right? <laughs> and, yeah. Um, so, again, I really like the book. This was a beach read for me, and it was perfect. It was very relaxing. It went by very quickly. I kind of, like, devoured the book. And I will say that I felt like it really came to life for me. Um, and I can still, you know, remember each of the scenes in it so vividly because I feel like she did a very good job of constructing the setting, you know, the town, the characters. And again, like you mentioned before, the action was so, um, it, like the pacing of it was so good yeah. that I never felt like, oh, this is tedious or, you know, I, I don't even understand what's happening. No, it's like as soon as I had a new question, we went on to explore that question yeah. or we went on to something else interesting. And so I felt like it didn't lag, it didn't lull. Um, and I was really satisfied by the ending. I felt like it was set up very well. And uh, like Josh said, it was kind of thing like, I should have thought that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of the way that she constructed the mystery and all of the other little questions that she had us um, answering as we went throughout the book, 
and um, you know other ideas that were kind of thrown in there it had me guessing until the last second so I found it very satisfying as a mystery as well yeah I think she tied it up nicely at the end very much so so are we moving on to talking about the adaptation the film adaptation yeah let's talk about that yeah and then you you guys can like take over and talk about your experience I'm sure Zach has some notes maybe wait do we no. explain what happens or do we let them leave well we, we can leave that one unspoiled in this one okay um, I didn't take any notes this time. I laid down for it. He kept uh, asking me, how much time is left? How much time? <laughs> no, that did not happen. Did you checked more than I thought Wait, that. I needed to time my nail polish drying. Okay. Oh! <laughs> That's why we don't have girls on here. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. Keep talking. Yeah. yeah. You'll get Go used ahead. to it. <laughs> Were you gonna actually say something? No. Oh, okay. Um, Kind of to go along with what Josh said about it being more about the narrator solving the mystery. I liked in the movie when he was starting to get into sleuth mode and his sister left him a note that said something like, uh, if so-and-so calls, tell them I can't do my appointment on Tuesday, but I can do Wednesday or Thursday. And he was like, what does it mean? <laughs> and so he's telling Miss Marple about it. And she's like, well, what did it say? And he told her. And she's like, oh, I thought so. And he said, what? And she said, It'd be something completely ordinary, <laughs> just <laughs> trying to find hints and things that, which it did turn out there was a little bit of a reason why he cued into that, but it was just, I thought it was cute that she was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, he did kind of start to see a clue in everything. Yeah. 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 I also loved the difference between, because um, the last Agatha Christie thing that I watched was Death on the Nile at the theater, and you know, Poirot has his very dramatic sum-ups where he has to get everybody into the room and like <laughs> present it in a dramatic way but I loved how Miss Marple was just sitting there knitting and she's like yeah. so yeah this happened and then this happened <laughs> right. it was cute so you, you're exactly right you've seen um like the other actress that plays Miss Marple in the new show mm -hmm. which one do you prefer um probably this one uh, yeah whatever same. her name is yeah Geraldine um, yeah <laughs> She's my favorite too. She, I think she's just more, much more fun to watch. Julie McKenzie's a little more somber. And Zach has actually watched both, if he if he remembers. Blue Geranium, he watched Julie McKenzie. I like um, the lady who plays her on, uh, uh, what's it called? Murder by Death. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. right. <laughs> Miss Marbles? Yeah, Miss oh, Miss Marbles! Yeah. I like yeah, Miss yeah. Marbles and yeah. Miss Marbles' nurse, who she's <laughs> taken care of. Right. That's uh, Elsa Lanchester, right? Right, right. Or my favorite adaptation. Yeah. Zach, what do you have any funny observations? What um, did you think about? I liked how in the movie, constantly throughout the entire thing, everyone was saying how ugly and stupid <laughs> Megan was, <laughs> right? And then yeah. she gets like all dolled up for this party, walks in, looks no different, and everyone's like, "Well, she cleans it up nice," and then she runs away crying. And I'm like, I don't understand that entire scene. <laughs> Um, but the entire movie, everyone's like, isn't she so ugly and stupid? And I'm, the whole time I'm like, she just looks like a regular person. Yeah. Like, I know. She's not particularly ugly, and she hasn't shown herself to be stupid. Yeah. I don't, I'm just so confused at this the entire time, why everybody thinks that. Yeah. I'm like, everyone in the town is like, yeah, the family's nice, except for Megan. Right. She's so stupid. <laughs> She's going to make nothing of her life. Yeah. Yeah. That... That amused me throughout the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and that's a good point because that's how it's presented in, in the book as well. And if you think that the whole scene with her coming downstairs in a dress was odd, in the book, Jerry takes her to New York on the train. At the very last minute, the train is pulling out and he's like, nope, get on. Drags her on the Dragging train. Dragging her on the tracks. And, <laughs> yes. And takes her to London and they go, they go to like this 
shop and he's like, okay, give her a makeover and I'm going to sit here and watch. It's a makeover yeah. montage. It's, it's awesome. weirder. I mean, yeah. it's weird. Because obviously throughout the, I guess the book too, you, Jerry and Megan are kind of like love interests. Yeah. yeah. But my favorite part is, spoilers a little bit for the end of the movie, not who did it or anything. <laughs> right. I guess you'll know these two people didn't. But at the very end of the movie, the most ridiculous scene yeah. was when... Uh, Jerry's trying to win her over one last time because Miss Marple is like, well, you'll never know until you try. And in my mind, I'm like, you already did. <laughs> and so he's like, are you sure you haven't changed your mind? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, well, how about now? And then yeah. like swoops her up and like dip kisses right. her. And then it like immediately cuts to them on the back of a motorcycle. Like, <laughs> green screen. Yeah. And yeah. she like flailed up like a ragdoll. It was, it was really uncomfortable for me to watch their love story because although I knew in my head she was 20. Zach even said that when she showed up on screen, he thought she was like 14 or something. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, you just feel like you're watching a child and a grown man, and then he like grabs her to kiss her like that after she just told him she didn't love him like five right. times in a row. Yeah. And, and then she's just like, okay, yeah, that's I just British love. love. <laughs> but that's why everybody says she's dumb, is because she still acts like a kid. Yeah. And she, like, they're like, you're like 20. Because I, when I read the book, I was like, oh, yeah, isn't this one where she's like only 15? But that's how you always remember it because she's supposed to act like a kid. And they're all like, you're 20. I don't remember how old she is. 21? She's she's 20 in the movie. Yeah. 20. And they're like, you're, you're acting like you're still 14. And she's like, I don't care. <laughs> Riding her bike. And, right. yeah. yeah, the only thing that you're, you're right, I think it's very, Zach is always so incredibly observant about things. Um, See, <laughs> see is beyond like, beyond the veil of observation, <laughs> common observation. That they didn't do much to her in the movie to make her look different. Like yeah. they basically, it was just like her hair was flat and then it was up. Right. And I think she wore a scarf around her her neck scarf at one point, wonders. and like a like she had wore like a baggy skirt and then she changed to like like capri pants and that's right. the only difference but I mean, I you have to give her like prosthetics or something make her look like Loki or something before they did the like reveal of her slow motion coming down the staircase it shows her the back of her head she looks in the mirror and she's like are you sure this isn't too much and I was like oh does she have like a bold red lip or something and then yeah. she comes out and I'm like what happened she looks the same <laughs> because obviously for the movie they're not gonna like make her look hideous throughout the movie right. So, yeah. like, th she's obviously in the entire movie <clears throat> in makeup and, like, regular clothes. But, right. of course, I'm thinking of, like, modern clothes, not yeah. 19, whatever it is. She was wearing jeans and, like, a Hot Topic shirt. <laughs> yes, a Hot Topic. Yeah, a Love those classic Hot Topic shirts. She was basically oh, Maisie from Jurassic World Dominion. I don't remember who that is. Is that the clone girl? Yeah. Ah. Uh, done so much more. I was so disappointed because the makeover scene, I know everybody rags on it, but oh, it was one of my favorite parts of the I did too. <laughs> Sorry, we're not talking about I Jurassic World. I should have seen Jurassic World, but no, I, I've been spared. But no, the makeover scene was one of my favorites in the book. I don't know. I, I like a good makeover scene. <laughs> Obviously, it's a girl's episode. We like a makeover We like the makeover. <laughs> 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 and people at our book club, they were saying like, they were saying like, oh, well, the makeover is so sexist. But actually, like in the book, Jerry Besides always likes Megan. He just wants her to, like, you know, put some care into how she looks because he's like, I know that you are pretty. Like, you know, just wear You're just nice not clothes. looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> because she, like, wears dirty clothes. And she's like, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm emo. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but the contrast like, between before and after makeover in the book is much more intense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, I think in the book, they specify, like, she put on a bob. She, yes, yeah, she got a bold red lip. They, like, <laughs> she spelled it out. She was like, no, I know exactly. 
exactly what kind of makeover. And in the movie, they just decided none of that. Yeah, she just we're looked not normal doing any of that. before and normal after. Like she wasn't in dirty clothes throughout the movie. Yeah, right. right. She yeah. was like, I'm it wearing pants, and everyone's like, My God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the book, she had like holes in her stockings, you know, messy yeah, hair, and then she got like you know a cute chic bob. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't make her wear glasses in the movie pre makeover. Right. Yeah. Take off her glasses and all of a sudden she's in the actress's contract. And, and, and Jerry would take off her glasses yeah. for her. Yep. Like, you're beautiful now. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? There's no comedy side. You're doing the, your eyes without glasses face. She, Megan definitely was not um, Cornelia. Was definitely not Cornelia. There'll never be another Cornelia. No. Cornelia Robson, no. Not a, if me and Zach find another Cornelia, that would be quite the character. <laughs> um, while... So yeah, so sometimes Agatha Christie does. I mean, we've been talking about how she, oh, she didn't go for tropes. She she turned the tropes on their head, and sometimes she was just like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, they fell in love. And yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and this is a a, a story uh, put in magazine. Like you know, it's it's a draw, it's an appeal for her to have a romance. I'm not sure anybody really liked it that much, but you know, it's not one of her most memorable. But she didn't do romances that well besides Cornelia's. But <laughs> you know, she did tragic romances much better. Did she um, marry the fat? German doctor. Yeah, yes. that's why it was so good. And gives us hope. We cheered and said, "Y'all, I mean, we're married." <laughs> <laughs> it I gives us hope for the world. Last yeah. episode, you guys answered a question: if you were going to be like any character in a, a Christie movie, who would you be? Uh, and I just thought to myself, probably Cornelia, because that's the only way Zach would appreciate me. <laughs> wow. Uh, Intense. Kidding. Kidding. Let's leave. We're out of here. You're German. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the movie, um, we talked before about there not being any good Miss Marple episodes, and this yes, I wanted yeah, to say that this yeah. one is like uneven for me. Some of their changes yeah. that they make aren't great, but overall, I like that it has a very strong direction. Like it's very ominous. It has good music. The Miss Marple episodes always have good music. Yeah. I like and the camera work in this too. They the, did a lot of yeah, different kind yeah. of. Uh, crafty yeah, things with the camera I, work. Yeah, that was one of the things I was going to say too. And the, <clears throat> and the casting was great. Like, yeah. All, and so they did They they did do a pretty decent job. Some of the changes they made didn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, some of the choices. But, like, they did a pretty decent job translating this one to the screen. And I think it's one of the highlights for, for the people who say, I hate all of the new Miss Marple, which I don't agree. There's a lot that I like. But for the people that say, I hate all the Miss Marples, usually they'll say, moving fingers up. <laughs> yeah, so I'm one of those people who said all of the marbles are bad because and that I didn't remember the, the, no the ones that I had seen because I went back through and started watching them again because I had watched all of yeah. Poirot. Um, actually, I had there was one I hadn't seen, Third Girl, and I just saw it, and that was really nice to know that there was you know. I love that show with Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> Third Girl. It's new girl. Oh, we're thinking of two broke girls. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know any of the na- actresses' names of two broke girls. I couldn't have made that joke. <laughs> Cat Stevens. So you're, yeah, you're right. So there are some of them. Well, maybe this is the only good one. I don't know. No, there, I think there's. Oh, I think there's plenty more. Good okay, ones. we'll have to see. At least so as far, good as this one. Okay. Yeah, personally, they. I liked it overall. Well, I thought it was okay overall. Um, like Josh said, I really like the music. I also there were a lot of scenes where like the filming, I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like mm. I like what you did here. But a lot of the choices I did feel like, why did you, I see that you made a change, but I don't understand how that enhanced the movie, you know, or I don't understand why this was made. Like, I already went into the makeover scene, but also it seems like they shifted the time a little bit. They did. It seemed like they wanted this to be a little bit more modern, like a little bit more 40s, 50s, when yeah, I all think the, the Mar- book is like 20s, All the marbles 
all the Poirots are in the 30s, and all of the Mar- Marples are in the 50s for right. this show. So only a small bubble of any of the things and that this are one, accurate And what, what year was this one? Early 40s. It's like 42 or 43, I think. Okay. But yeah, it, it came across strangely in the visuals because I felt like the visuals weren't as strong being the future. Like, I like the yeah. I like the vibes of, like, you know, the 20s. Um, I just like the style better. I yeah. like the, the look. <laughs> um, so I didn't understand that. And there were also some choices, like, about how, um, like, they tried to make it a little bit more edgy where he's, like, riding on his motorcycle through the <laughs> night <laughs> in the beginning with the green screen. And then... <laughs> it, was, it was poorly done. Yes. Yeah. yes, they made Miss Marple in it a lot more. I know they have to because she's, you know, the top billing character. But, like, <laughs> yeah, it, I, it was cooler in the book when she just came in in the end and, you know, solved it all immediately. <laughs> Um, there were a lot of just like, also there were some line changes that I felt like were, it made it a lot weaker. Um, it wasn't as punchy as I felt like it was in the book. And I don't think it was for time because some of the line changes I remember made it actually longer, but I didn't feel like they delivered as much oomph as they did in the book. Um, so those were some of the changes. There were also some changes to like the Simmington's party and different things like that. And there were some parts cut out that I thought were really interesting in the book, like, um, the typewriter chase kind of sequence, I didn't feel... I don't remember that happening in the uh, film, actually. I think it was just different. I you, think, yeah. You guys they, know what this means? I married a Christy Pure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Not my book. And they... Uh, I'll always say, always, you'll always hear me saying this, that I, w- I w- would rather you make ten choices and only five work than make no choices at all. So I just appreciate that they were making choices. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Exactly. That's what Agatha Christie said. Yeah, she played a lot of basketball. She so. did. <laughs> she's, pretty, she's pretty good out there on the court. Yeah, she could dunk on Shaquille. I know. So, <laughs> what would you rate this out of five? Uh, out of five? That's, not, that's always that's what it is. We usually do. <laughs> so we've actually changed our ratings. This part, but I know you that. know that. So we've stopped doing it out of seven hundred and started trying to do it out of five. Oh, to get so much as out of five. That's so repressive. Um, so I, just for some context, we've only done three. He does this Marbles. because he knows he's gonna be like. Okay, she has no idea what the last one was. We've only done three Miss Marples, and uh, it's at the bottom. It's Tuesday Club Murders with three stars. Body in the Library with Written three by and Richard a half. Osmond. And Murder at the Vicarage has four and a half stars, and that's currently our top. So they have to be integers. We have to. Be... I'm the only one who does that. Like I'm like so oh, four point one. And John's just like it's four. Personally, Moving Finger has always been one of my favorites, and it was Christie's. One of Chrissy's favorites. And Murder at the Vicarage is strong, but Moving Finger is so much more tighter with its characters. And I it's... like the atypical nature of this one better than I do whatever the last thing was that you Murder said. Murder at the Vicarage. <laughs> so I would give this one uh, four and a half stars personally, and that puts it up there if we were to do that. The other ones that have four and a half stars are Murder at the Vicarage and Endor. Mm. Yeah. I, it, it sounds kind of high. I'd probably say four, but whatever. Do you like it better than Murder at the Vicarage or Murder at the Vicarage? Because that's what we decided. I, I, I do think I like better this one better than Murder at the Vicarage. Yeah, so, so this one has whatever. to be four and a half then. And okay. Would you like NRM better, right? I think we both. I do. It's diff- yeah, I agree but... because NRM really swept me off my feet. <laughs> Zach does too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I think so. it really swept you off your feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. I told you about it. Okay, so that makes Moving Finger, it's in our top ten currently, just barely. Moving Finger is number nine. 
Murder Ooh. at the Vicarage is number 10. But I'd just like to say, I would just love to say this, that say it. our last, I'm about to say it, just <laughs> give me one second to switch over to my other document, that the, last, say? the last batch of books that we've done, it's just been really, really, really consistent. We, this has been four and a half. We had five stars, a three and a half, a four and a half, Four. That's just yeah. such a good run. Yeah. And, and there's more coming, which is really exciting. There's some really <laughs> great ones. So our next book that we're going to be covering is Towards Zero. Yay! I'm so excited. That's our next book, and that's a really exciting one if you want to grab a copy and try to read it before we cover it on the show. You cannot find it at Wordplay because I bought the only one we have. <laughs> Why are you going to order it? <laughs> Haved. <laughs> so Charlotte, um, have this so segment. Right. What? Oh. Well, sorry, oh, you sorry. were going to say something. I thought you I was going to lead you into your game, but if you had something oh, to okay. say, go ahead. First thing, before yeah, before that, I want to say um, some exciting news. We we wanted to, and I meant to tell you this before, and I forgot. Sorry. Oh, it's not, no, it's not a big yeah. deal. It's, it, it's not a big deal for you, you down personally. It is a big deal. <laughs> the podcast is canceled. <laughs> um, so we, we love our indie bookstores. We love Wordplay in Wardensville. Uh, of course, everybody knows that. But there is a new indie bookstore that's going to be opening in Harrisonburg in the sort of near future. So we just wanted to give a plug for that. Uh, we've met the owners, and they're a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and and the name of the bookstore is Parentheses Books. And that is a cute name, I think. And it is in Harrisonburg, yeah, I think Virginia. So too. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so find them on Instagram at Parentheses Books. Plug. So Charlotte has a game, and I have a feeling that like you know we're getting daggers. I don't know if me and Zach are going to get ousted. Get out from the podcast. <laughs> yes. So this is a girls only game. All right, but... I'm taking my microphone and my laptop. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that. I was like, I know. As soon as I say that, Zach's going to be like, try getting along without me. You guys play your game. Me and Zach are going to do our own mini podcast over here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, you do have to come back. Okay. Eventually. Oh, is we'll it send a, somebody to come get you. Is it a game? Yes, it is. Oh, Good job, I'm Zach. <laughs> come on, we'll go in a different room and we'll make our And own I haven't told anybody, members. just so they know. The, the girls didn't know this. Nobody knew this. This was all me. But to the bathroom upstairs? <laughs> wherever, you're not going to be able to hear what we're doing. <laughs> hey, guys. Girl power. All right. Taking over the podcast. The boys are out. I love it. Gone. Finally. So before we do the game, what do you want to talk about? Nail polish. <laughs> I love your nail polish, by the way. Thank you. I uh, tell tell the viewers, tell the listeners. It's caution viewers, tape. Right. It's caution tape yellow, which is my second favorite color. Um, and I really like it, but if I stare at my fingernails for too long, it looks like cheese slices, and then I get kind of weirded out. <laughs> so I'm still kind of trying to decide how I feel about it, but. I love that. I, it, somehow, you saying that it's caution tape yellow makes it so much better. Exactly. <laughs> it's like the lines that they paint on the roads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I see it. It's fantastic. Thank it's not you. quite as orangey as craft. That's true. I think you're yeah. safe. Yeah. I thought it you were going to say you, you don't like looking think, at them because it makes you, you know, take caution. Too I much. think it's the clear coat on top. It just makes me think of, like, a American cheese slice in the plastic. <laughs> Processed American cheese yeah. food. No, you're right, right, Tabby. That is a little bit orangey. <laughs> And we're going to have some great sound bites here. This is me tearing out pieces of paper. because I'm ASMR for you guys. So, yeah. Maybe it'll cover up the cough. I have to do real quick. 
so, are a great team. <laughs> so just so we all know that this happened, um, I'm sure most of this is going to get cut. Okay. <laughs> Which is not fair, and I'm going to fight very hard to keep it in. Fight but you know, you know what we're dealing with. So okay. Also, though, I think, you know, the boys are a little lazy to edit, so... Exactly, so I'm banking on their, their laziness. <laughs> that is a very good point. Okay, so yes, Zach is Zach was right because sometimes he is very observant. He really picks up on things. It's not fair for he someone really... who cares so little. He picks <laughs> yeah, up was... on things so easily. I think that's a secret because he's just not trying. He's not invested, so it just comes. <laughs> so many times I'll watch something with him that I like think that it's going to be like a cliffhanger that surprises him, and he's always either like calls it ahead of time. Like, oh, I think this is going to happen, and I get really mad. Or it happens, and he's like, yeah, I saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, I guess I'm just gullible. <laughs> no, that's probably it. Like, you're so, like, looking at the other details, like, mm-hmm. oh, thinking about the possibilities, and he's like, oh, nope, the first thing I saw, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It would be kind of sad, though, to go through life and at least pretend you were never surprised by anything. That's I think true. sometimes he is occasionally surprised. But... Yeah. Sad, sad little man. <laughs> things that you would never expect anybody to care about like his favorite kind of cookie is chocolate chip cookies without the chocolate chip and i've never seen so much joy in his eyes than when i made those one time so just cookie they're like yeah exactly i call them brown sugar chocolate it's just a plain cookie cookie. it's really just a cookie that sums him up so well So yep. this, this is a perfect game then, because yes, this is like newlywed game questions, but not like the dumb ones. Like I made most of them up, found a couple that I really, really liked. So I think this is going to be fun. So we're going we're gonna to warm up and, you know, do easy one first. Okay. Um, so question one, so you can write it down. So, I mean, I'm sure I would say that I think that they're listening at the top of the stairs right now, <laughs> but sure. I think we could probably hear them. I feel like we probably would have gotten a, hey, I heard that. <laughs> So are we probably having a push-up contest? Or yeah, something. <laughs> taking a nap. Are we writing mm-hmm. the questions or just the answer? You can just write the answer because okay. I've got the number here. Okay, so what? And feel free to like discuss your answer. Okay. So that, <laughs> yeah, so give some more content. <laughs> what would you say is your husband's favorite color? Are we saying it? Also? Sure. Good. Discuss it. Uh, purple. Josh's favorite color is purple. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> a lot of confidence there. How about yep. you, Alana? Okay, Zach's is sometimes red and sometimes green. It changes <laughs> on the day, because he's answered both. Yeah. So I don't know what it is today, so I'll just do the safe answer and say both. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> okay, question number two. What is one food that you will never trick them into eating? Mm. I try not to trick Josh into eating anything. <laughs> What's a food he, like, really doesn't like? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, he hates spicy food. Mm-hmm. And I do often make food that's just, like, like, I don't think it's too spicy, but uh-huh. he's always, like, it's way too spicy. Yeah. So probably that. <laughs> spicy food. Uh, Zach's would be pasta. I don't know if oh, the yeah. viewers, the listeners know this, but Zach hates pasta. It's a major texture thing for him mm-hmm. and he, he's a fairly picky eater but he's tried a lot of things since we got married and I always I've always liked to cook so I like make him try more vegetables and stuff but pasta is just one of those things I feel like he would cry if I tried to make him eat pasta so blasphemous. I, I respect that boundary so you cannot get up from this table <laughs> until you eat this lasagna noodle that's 
so blasphemous to me because like three quarters of my blood is uh, pasta. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what. What do you fill that spot yeah, your soul with? with? Pizza rolls. <laughs> yeah, oh, pizza. Rolls. Yeah, he yeah, actually pizza. admitted to me one time that watching me eat low bean was really difficult for him. What? <laughs> something that brings him as much joy as pasta brings the rest of us. I yes. Guess. <laughs> okay, so now the questions get a little bit more complex. Okay. Uh, number three. So let's say that you guys decide that you are going to the original San Francisco Comic Con. What would your hubbies want to dress as? Spider-Man. <laughs> Such uh, probably Kenneth Poirot. Rano's Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> to Comic-Con. Yeah. But interesting. <laughs> You're probably oh, okay. right. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I was rethinking it. I was like, nah. nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there has. You guys haven't had to think like, <laughs> like. No, let me explore this. Let me. It's like it's been. It's been very, very like definite. No. I mean, I can filibuster a little bit more if you want. <laughs> no, I like that you guys like are that confident. Because <laughs> he just doesn't even like like superhero movies for real, for real. Like, that's probably his favorite character. <laughs> I think if. My only guess, because I thought Spider-Man as well, I think my guess would probably be, like, if, if because it was Comic-Con, I mean, he probably would go as Kenneth Branagh, just, <laughs> or as Poirot, um, would have been, like, David Tennant's Doctor, oh, so the Tennant's Doctor, or um, uh, the other guy, not Tom Jones, Tom Baker. Tom Jones! <laughs> you would go as They're Tom both. Jones. <laughs> you would go as Tom Baker, because all he would have to do is wear a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so question number four. Uh, after you guys leave here, you're on your way home, and you find a puppy along the side of the road, and you decide you're taking him home. Oh what will your husbands want to name it? Oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> I know. Because we just named a pet. We just got a turtle, and her name is Cookie. <laughs> and it did take us, like, the whole 45 minutes driving there and driving back to uh, name her Cookie. So, That's this is really great. tough. <laughs> and it's a puppy, you say. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is really difficult yeah. because I know Zach makes up names for everything. And they're always, <laughs> sometimes I think he just, like, let the sounds come out of his mouth. But there's yeah. one specific name that he always brings back up, and I cannot remember what it oh, is. Oh, no. But I think he, it's, like, a horrendous name that he specifically reserves for, like, our first child will be named. <laughs> oh, my God. So I also don't know if he'd name the puppy that. <laughs> oh, he might be in such a hurry to use it that it'd be like, That's this true. is the first opportunity. So, But I wish I could remember what it was. You <laughs> <laughs> did say that we should have named our turtle, like, what we want to name our kid but can't name it because, like, either that name is taken by someone we already know or, like, I don't know, it just, they'd get make fun of for it. Because we always <laughs> spend a long time thinking about, like, what they could be called in elementary school. And yeah. if it's anything, you know, that rolls off the tongue, nope, that name's out. So we were like, well... But then he also really doesn't like people names for animals. Like, he's always yeah. like, why would I call my dog Gus? Like, why? <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever. So, what would we name? Okay, can you describe the puppy? Yeah, I figured you guys would ask for more information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I, I can't give you anything else. Because I, I don't know if it's a girl or a boy puppy. I don't know if it, it's a lab or a pit bull. I got nothing. It's a puppy on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, sure. so it's a little mangy. <laughs> However you need to build the puppy in your brain is perfectly fine. 
But I, it's, I thought about that too with this question, Alana, about what you were saying about Zach because he's so unpredictable. Like, I know. It's not like he has a go-to answer that he's going to be like, oh, Herman. You know, it's right. going to be some <laughs> random thing that he says out of nowhere that he'll never say again. <laughs> I'm just going to go with Jameson. <laughs> I know, I don't think he's ever said he was going to name something Jameson, but I have to write something down. And whatever he says is not going to be what I say. Unless it's the one thing that he would say that I can't remember right now. <laughs> I'm drawing a complete blank. I'm thinking that the, the puppy is like our ideal puppy, which would be a golden doodle. Okay. And for some reason, the name that's coming to me is Lucky, and I have no idea why. Go for so it. I'm just going to write down Lucky. <laughs> Instinct is very important. It's not going to be right, but... <laughs> okay, this one's slightly easier. At least at least for Tammy, this one's going to be slightly easier. Um, so, um, like, Universal Pictures has picked up your husband's life story as a biopic. <laughs> Yes. What actor would they want to play them? Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> Jack Black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, that is epic. That is so true. Yep. <laughs> really good choice, too, actually. <laughs> I've always thought it. Yep. Me and my mom watched a, uh, there's one movie where Jack Black is a romantic interest or something that I know of. The movie uh-huh. The Holiday. And me and my mom watched it together when me and Zach were dating. And she goes, doesn't this movie make you miss Zach? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Jack Black is—he's small. He has dark hair. He's so <laughs> hilarious and awkward. It just feels like you're hanging out with Zach when you watch a Jack Black movie. So and funny. also genius. Jack Black is is a genius That's on many true. levels. Really That's true. <laughs> yeah, Josh yeah. once conjured a real tear by thinking about Kenneth Branagh's performance <laughs> <laughs> in the Death on the Nile. Yeah. What do you think it would be like if Josh actually met Kenneth? Would he, I, like, scream like a little girl? I think he'd get really, really quiet. That's usually what he does when he's super nervous. Like, he can't, like, form a sentence. <laughs> so he'd be, like, so excited. And then afterwards, the entire time, he'd be like, why did I do that? Like, why did I say anything to him? He, he would definitely, like, come down ten notches instead oh, yeah. of going up ten oh, yeah. notches. Yeah. 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 And probably, hilarious. yeah, some some um, discreet weeping. Yes. For sure. <laughs> Oh, so I threw an easy one in there. I got these out of order. So number six, what is their biggest pet peeve? Mm. Biggest. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good Baddest. point. Good point. There's so many. Too much for Mr. Incredible. Oh, ho, oh, oh. <laughs> ho. Mm. <laughs> They're going to have to cut them. some dead air. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it, it, it's fine. Like you said, they're pretty lazy. I guess it's a good thing that we can't think of one immediately because they're pretty easy to live with. Right. <laughs> they're not they're not super dramatic about anything. I know Zach really gets really heated when there's moths in the house. <laughs> but I know that's not his biggest one. Yeah, I mean I can think of some. Like I know that he really doesn't like it when I like rub my pants leg like this. Like he doesn't like the sound. Oh. Which I get because I can't stand the sound of people chewing. Okay. Like it just, I it like chewing me. gum or just chewing anything. Chewing gum is fine. Chewing food, I okay. Really, I hate it. <laughs> I think it's gotten better over the years, but like it is sometimes really, especially if you're like a really loud eater or like you eat with your mouth open, it is so yeah. hard for me to just sit there. <laughs> Sounds of mastication. <laughs> so I guess my struggle now is I started thinking of a million things that right? I personally, I know, right? that irritate my pet peeves. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So I guess, I don't know. I don't know if he'll think of something random or something that I do that irritates him. Yeah, well, we're not going to give them nearly as much time. We're just going to okay. be like... <laughs> right um, fire. Person, he might say this, but he might be embarrassed that I'm saying it on the podcast, but I'm going to say it anyway. He gets so irritated when I kiss his shoulder. I don't know what, what? it is. It's like, he gets actually mad at me if that I try to kiss so his shoulder. That's so funny. <laughs> or if he's trying so to... Well... When he's trying to watch a video with his headphones on, sometimes I'll get chatty, but he's pretty patient about that. It might secretly <laughs> irritate him, but he doesn't e- express his anger as much as when I kiss his shoulder. So we'll go with that, because we argue about it about every single day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yesterday he said we're going to be 80, and he's going to be like, you better not be trying to kiss my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly his old man voice. Yes. <laughs> Oh, so good. I just put down rubbing Tant's leg. I know there's okay. a lot more. Uh, trying to help him, trying to give him directions while he's driving. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's usually city driving, because, you know, he's a country boy. Like, yeah. And then we go to the city, I'm like, babe, you cannot drive down. That's a one-way. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that city driving is its own thing. Yeah, it's its own animal. <laughs> okay, we are, yep, last one, last one. <laughs> So, if your husband was a breakfast cereal, which cereal would they be? Oh, boy. <laughs> hmm. This is what I found on the internet. I really liked it. Pretty insightful questions. Uh, like, I don't know what, whether to do, like, one that they like really a lot. Or what describes them. Yeah, mm-hmm. what describes them. And then I'm also thinking about mascots, but that doesn't factor into this. <laughs> like, I was going to say Captain Country, but then I was like, he's going to be so offended that I say, <laughs> just like the captain. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> I think, okay, so I know Zach isn't going to guess this, but I'm going to explain my reason, and it's going to make sense. Go for it. Else. <laughs> I'd probably say cinnamon honey bunches of oats. Oh my gosh. Well, Zach does like plain honey bunches of oats. Okay. The flakes parts is like kind of plain, you know, not that much going on, but once you bite into it, you get the spicy and sweet cinnamon, oh. and there's a lot more depth and things going on. There's layers. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Going on with the luck theme here, I think I'm going to say Lucky Charms. Because, okay, here's my reasoning. You know, like, sometimes if you get a spoonful of Lucky Charms, it's like just the regular dry cereal, and that cereal's good. I like that cereal. (laughs) But you, of course, want the marshmallows. And sometimes Josh can be, like, really, like, resistant if you don't know him that well, but then over time you get to Lucky Charms. I think I think that your logic is flawless. There we go. <laughs> well, no matter what happens from this point on, because we have to ask them. <laughs> we have to ask them to come back. But like this has been the most fun I've had on the podcast for a Aww, really long time. Yay, thank you. <laughs> I am a uh, I am a listener of the podcast. I used to do cleaning jobs for a living and when I would be out of them. I just re-listened to them because I was, like, <laughs> all by myself, and I felt like I was hanging out with my friends. Yeah. And so it's an honor to finally get to be it's here. It's so nice to finally be on here. <laughs> thank you for inviting us, Charlotte. We, we do have, you. like, it's behind the curtain now, so now it's kind of like, because I like, like, not picturing what is going on with mm-hmm. the podcast, like, just having just the audio and, like, not thinking about the studio or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and now you guys are kind of, that's kind of ruined for you, like, you'll have well, to. Well, I always kind of picture, like, I'm sitting <laughs> right. at this table with you guys. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I, I do have fun on the podcast and, and for all of the, I mean, I enjoy the fighting, so that's part of it, but <laughs> it, it is fantastic having you guys on. Oh, thank you <laughs> so much. It's been it so a blast. Much. So honored to be here. <laughs> always wanted to chime in. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
absolutely like the perfect thing to have you guys. And, <laughs> and like, why I was genuinely, like, the one who lobbied for you guys to come on, honestly. I don't know why, because they were, like, they were so scared. I don't I know. know. <laughs> so I don't, I do not, like, read Zach's messages or anything, but I opened his computer one day, I don't remember why, and I saw a message from Charlotte that said, um, just so you know, your wives are welcome to come on the podcast sometime. <laughs> I would love that. It was opened. I had not heard anything about this. So I was like, interesting. And so I waited until the four of us were together, me, Zach, Josh, and Tabby. And I was like, hey, Zach, I saw that message from Charlotte. Oh. I know what she said. And I was like, get this, Tabby. We're No drama. They were, they were a little bit. The, the men were too stunned to speak. That is the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, we know what it is. We know what it is. They're both. Like, they, they, they just both are, they will never be audience. They will always be stars. Yes, they will always absolutely. be on the stage. So that they, <laughs> they're divas. To, they are divas. So to relegate, I think they're kind of like, oh, will we cease to exist? Do <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a personality out there in the podcast. Yeah, yeah so all no, you listeners but... out there, tell, tell us if you want me and Tabby to take over the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Send in your books. <laughs> it will be the best thing ever. All right, I'm going to ask them to come back. Okay. I've heard some noises. Uh, me too. Some giggling. I was, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope that they like didn't go into my room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think so. Playing but... with your stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All my pusheen stuffies. <laughs> Putting on your makeup. I feel like every single now. one of these answers is gonna be so wrong. I'm uh I'm concerned I'm pretty confident about it except for um the Comic-Con one and the cereal one. No, I don't the think the Comic-Con one you've got they, right. Oh, yeah, don't make sure, make sure they can't see your answer. Oh, no, like, not that one. Not that one. The dog they one. They sounded Sorry. way too far away when I was like, we're coming. <laughs> where did they go? Oh, I know where they are. What? They were in the tub. <laughs> I yep. love that you just knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Watch. You guys were in the tub, weren't you? For the listeners, um, I have a giant uh, two-person tub. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's giant for the size of the bathroom and for the size of my house. I in was general. surprised. I didn't realize there wasn't a shower up there. No. It's just the tub because that's yeah. where we were going. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to put like the old-fashioned like shower that just kind of stands by itself and has like the. Mm-hmm. That ring that goes all the way around yeah, it. Clawford. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. The like keep the tub, but put like the the shower comes up like a gooseneck and then has oh, a ring because okay. it's freestanding. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. Okay. But well, let us know. Anyway. We'll come set. <laughs> I did dust that recently, but you probably not well have, enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. Probably so clean right now. <laughs> Recently being 2012. Jack literally <laughs> ran his finger along part of it and said, mm, she needs to dust this. <laughs> you would not believe the amount of dust in my house. But yeah, I, I did dust it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't figure, you know, that the tub is a place that you think to dust very often. <laughs> also, it was like behind the tub, like the wooden part where yeah, the knobs yeah. are. There's like connect connects I did keep uh, <laughs> playfully threatening to turn on the cold water while we were laying <laughs> But the faucet, was direct, the faucet was directly above me, so it would be more of a punishment than myself. So I could probably not even get wet before I turn it off. Like, Stop! Yeah, that tub is so big that the there's not enough hot water in the water heater to fill it. Wow. <laughs> it's a huge capacity. You have to do it old-fashioned style. So what do you do? Water. How do you keep it hot? 
You just don't. They um, don't you, get it, you get like as fight well, that's true, obviously, from the dust, but um you get it like you get it as high as you can and then like wait and then let the water here catch up and Throw put some more hot in. pockets in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like hot water, so it's not a big deal for me. <laughs> it can be lukewarm and it's I fine. Can't, I can't bathe in it. It's not yours. I can't, it's not my job. Maybe next time. <laughs> Alright, what's the game? Okay, so you were right. It is a newlywed game, but fun questions. Questions that you wish people would ask your wives. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> is this about them or about me? This is about you. They're all about you. You asked both questions, both <laughs> wives about Zach. I feel, why was I in the tub? <laughs> That'd be funny if Josh was the third contestant for a, in the Zach quiz. And just, yeah, I know. Which I thought about that. It'll be interesting to I see what your answers are for I each other. I would beat everybody up. That okay. would have been unfair. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, I'm sure some of this will get cut, but anyway, just moving oh. on very quickly. Oh. So, um, the first question I asked was, what is your guys' favorite color? So, Josh, what's your favorite color? Purple. Ding, ding, ding. Got a point. How do and... we score this without them seeing? <laughs> However, you can write it on that. We'll give you a chip later. <laughs> gotcha. um, Zach, what about you? Red. Do okay. a whole point or a half point? Oh, whole point. Okay. She <laughs> said green. I said sometimes red, sometimes green. It depends on the day. I didn't know what you were going to say. I like today. green, but I've he commonly said crops. my favorite color is... He likes green crops. Oh, I, I tried to get the red crops. I didn't have them in my side. Exactly. Oh, yeah. so, All right, so you like red crops. Okay, what is... Uh, uh, so, Zach, we'll start with you. What is one food that your wife will never trick you into eating? Oh, boy, pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good so oh. far, Josh. But I actually might trick him into eating these. Sometimes. Oh, man, I can't think of what. <laughs> Josh is so easily fooled. That's the issue. <laughs> I'm just really stupid. No, I can't think of anything that I'm like, I will absolutely not eat that now. Now that In this moment, I'm sure there is something now I'm getting scared. Lum Jim? This one I'm going to miss. Um, what is it? Can I give him a hand? <laughs> no, no, it's newly white game. Um, Are you having a heart attack? I think, guys, I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> You're not Flushing getting out of it. Chest. Tell me before I fall over. Um, <laughs> While we're waiting for the ambulance, you still have to answer these questions. <laughs> oh, what is a food that I'm like, yucky no-no? There's not a lot of food that I'm like, that I'm just dead against. So, uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of what you would have put. I'll put, I'll just say tofu. No, I put spicy food. Oh, that's good. That's good. I was trying to I wasn't think thinking in that, Yeah, I wasn't thinking, I was thinking too specifically. But you're right. Because you're right. I'm always like, wait, is it spicy? Right. <laughs> that was a good answer. I was a bad me. I'm a bad husband. That's what this episode revealed. I am a bad me. <laughs> okay, so you guys are going to the San Francisco Comic Con. The big one, the real one. We are? Who are you going to dress <laughs> as? a company trip? <laughs> who are you, you going to dress as? Josh? Um, no, this is going to take a while, Zach. <laughs> Ouch. Spider Man? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I wanted to be really super. Shape, man. <laughs> I wanted to be really super specific and be like, "No, you were going to be Tobey Maguire Spider-Man from Spider-Man the newest two. one, right? The old one with a bad back. Yeah, because I have a bad back. No way out or no way home or long way home. What Probably a way out. I don't know. <laughs> no way. Just no way. So yes, good job, Alana. She was. She was. She was confident. She was like Spider-Man. Yeah, Josh. Let it be known that these are all my fault that we're getting these wrong. <laughs> Again, I don't know. This one was tough for Tabby, too. Okay. Uh, 
Liv Poirot. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually guessed. Yes, 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 that is that is what she said. She was like, Kenneth Branagh as blank each year. My only thought was my only other thought would have been possibly the tenth doctor. I thought of that too, yeah. but I was just I didn't know if Tabby would think that. That was the selfish part that I did. Go with Nyan Cat. <laughs> Where a giant pop chart. <laughs> Pretty good. That looked good. Yeah. Okay. So on your way home from here this evening, if you guys ever, you know, if Wait. this podcast ever ends. <laughs> um, yeah. You find a puppy along the side of the road and you decide to adopt it. What do you name the puppy? Oh. You just say whatever you want, babe. <laughs> Yeah. No, because I named so many imaginary right. animals slash babies that, right. that animals slash babies. Like, I don't know, Rupert. <laughs> very similar. If it was Rupert, I would pass out. <laughs> I said uh, Jameson. Uh, um, oh, I don't know. I know you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would it would be some weird person name too. Uh Kyle. Right. <laughs> Stuart. No, I didn't put a person name because you usually say person names for dogs are stupid. I put Lucky. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just made it up. I'm I thought about that. I'm, glad, but I, yeah. I'm really glad I didn't think of that then. Apparently, I just remembered the name that Zach always says and I just whispered and apparently it's not very appropriate. So oh, okay. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I didn't think about it until right now. You saved them some editing. Yeah. It's, it's not that. I could imagine that. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, that, that's what I would have said if this was a regular game. It's not that check it out on the Check it out on the Patreon. <laughs> uh, we might me. have to now. Just you. It's a clothes that we can't say. Yeah. So I do feel pretty confident so far that you guys weren't listening at the top of the stairs. I mean, well, I think no, I, we were we were, we're having talking more about fun like... than you guys in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Did you guys so... do your answer yet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I Lucky said Stuart. And, Stuart. Okay. <laughs> and, and Tabby asked a good question. She was like, "Oh, what does the puppy look like? You know, can you uh, give me more information?" And I was like, "No, it's just it's a, it's a looks like a lizard." She she, <laughs> she pictured a, a golden doodle. So. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What did you pick? I wouldn't have named it Stuart. I, uh, I love dog. dog.jpg. <laughs> Good name. Good name. Uh, okay, so Universal Studios have picked up your life story as their next biopic. What actor do you want to play you? <laughs> we'll start with Josh first. Probably, probably Kenneth Branagh. Kenny B. Kenny Speaking words of wisdom, Kenny B. Yeah, you guys stayed on safe. uh, There's one thing she knows about me. So whatever you say, I love Alana's answer. Jack Black. Yes, I'm so happy. Yeah, I knew that's gonna be so cool that they're gonna be in the same movie. I know. And Jack Black. Power hour. Yeah, how how would that happen if it wouldn't be for your guys' it's biopic? Be the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> I will say that Zach has always said that if somebody played him, it would be Josh, Josh Gad. But <laughs> I think nobody <laughs> agrees no with him when it comes to no. Josh. No, I usually say Olaf would this. play you. Yeah, he's <laughs> no man. No, I say Josh Gad because a Jack Black. Um, well, I guess Josh Gad is older than me too. But Jack Black <laughs> is a good bit older than me, which I never <laughs> remember. Jack Black yeah. will always Josh be the same. Josh more useful yes. at this moment. Yeah. Well, he might I not see, be. I see, like, when you say it, I see, like, I, I could see him doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, I could see Josh Gad doing a good job at it. Yeah. 
And also, I think he's, I, I think he looks more like me than Jack Black. He can does. tackle a complex character like you. Exactly. <laughs> but Jack Black has to play you as like a toddler and five year old. But he, he never shaves. He's, he was always yeah, under the desk. <laughs> So the, when I when I wrote this question down, all I could think of was Henry Cavill, just because it's like the only Ooh, actor that you wow, know his name. Wow. <laughs> Me and Henry Cavill do look a lot alike. It's like six five, bulging with muscles. It's gonna be really weird when when Jack Black plays you at in certain scenes, and then I switch over to Henry Cavill in the next one. They can do anything with CGI. Oh yeah, take off a mustache. Oh okay, yeah. So this Bro, is the yeah. penultimate question, next to the last question. I know um, what that means, you know. Why did <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? Uh, <laughs> I like the face you just made, like, yeah. God, I don't have pet peeves. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> question. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, what have I said the most recently that I can't stand that that would make Tabby have it in her mind? Um, this was a tough one for them, actually, which was really fun to watch. <laughs> the thing is, I have stumped. so many. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're a little persnickety as young, as young men. I'm trying to think, what is their top one? I, I didn't really pick a top one. I just picked, you know, your most recent one I could think of. Right, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, I mean, the one I'm going to say, it probably is <laughs> a lot of throwback to the podcast, I'm assuming. Or not. <laughs> that was the face you just gave me. <laughs> I don't want to give you any hints. I yeah, you can't give me any hints. <laughs> but like you'll, when I say it, you'll be like, you'll either get embarrassed or you'll be like, oh yes. I'm just gonna say this is uh, pizza cooking. No, wait, pizza's cooking. I can't. That's think of a pet peeve. It's not a pet peeve. But I thought you've been talking about bringing it up on the podcast for like the past like three <laughs> I, weeks. I forgot about it. <laughs> what? I mentioned in the episode, the most recent episode, that sometimes I tell her to cook the pizza longer, and she got offended. <laughs> well, apparently he's a lot more uh, irritated about it than I realized. <laughs> well, that's all, like I said, you kept that's talking his whole about identity. bringing it up. We kept talking about bringing it up, so I was like, I don't know. I, don't, I put kissing your shoulder. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's, that that is. Her impersonation of you impersonating yourself at 80 being annoyed by that was probably the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> Go ahead, give it to me. What? Give me the impersonation of me, me be, at being him 80. being eighty. Oh, you'll just have to—you'll actually have to listen to I the podcast. I won't do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make well, me. You'll listen never to hear podcasts. It, your biggest pet peeve, Josh. I have no idea. I feel like the most recent one, my pet peeve has just been social interactions, honestly. <laughs> In general, like, people yeah, interacting but, like, with human beings, parties, uh, <laughs> making friends. <laughs> pretty big pet peeve of yours, but not the one I said. Yeah, what did you I get? I said something smaller. I just said when I, like, rub, like, my pants oh, and yeah, make that yeah, sound. Yeah. The, the fabric thing. Yeah, that <laughs> is my biggest Granddad pet peeve. used to do that all yeah, the yeah. time. No, you chose a good one. Yeah, I forgot about it. Because I only no, think about it when it's happening. Check. Yeah. Because I never would think about it when it's not happening, but just the sound of that fabric just drives me nuts. I, d I have my phone on silent, and so I just got Zach's message that says, hurry up or we'll cut the game. <laughs> Which we discussed at length. One of the reasons it was so long well, was like we were just enjoying the moment because we knew you were going to cut it. Exactly. Well, Zach's not editing it, so I can oh, get okay. on my good side. But All I right. can cut it from this before I send it to you. Last one, last one, last one, last one. Um, if you were a breakfast cereal, we're talking brand names, which one would you be? 
Uh, just just the name, not like something that identifies with us. Well, okay, right. I'll tell you that they had they put a great deal of thought into it. It was very okay. existential and very enlightening. Like yeah, I, I was going to say amazing. Fruity Pebbles because I eat that one a lot, but I don't think that's what she put. No. Now, for, for me, if she, you, you would have given me this based off of the name, I would have said Mini Wheats. I'm guessing that's not the answer. Mascot, because I was gonna say, well, my, my guess will be because I don't want to cheat, but I was thinking Count Chocula. <laughs> I'm <laughs> pale. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. No, that's not what I put. What, what, did, what did you get for him? Okay. I put for you. You had to let me explain before you reacted. Oh, no. 20 minutes I later. <laughs> Shut up. <gosh. laughs> I put for you cinnamon honey bunches of oats because. <laughs> Not to her. Trying to say. You are You're a ghost. To We're breaking up. You are dead <laughs> to me. You like honey bunches of oats, right? Yeah. So there's that. Okay. Also, you get well, those yeah. like boring flakes, and you know you're just you're kind of like an ordinary guy, but then you get those sweet, flavorful clusters of personality that everybody loves about you, and that's cinnamon. That's yeah. No, I okay. think you're brand. It's a compliment. I'm like raisin bran. You're raisin bran. It's really plain, and then the little bits that everybody hates. <laughs> I do. Thank you. No, you eat raisin bran crunch. <laughs> At least I'm crunchy. I don't know what that, know what that describes. What'd you get? Okay, mine, and my explanation was pretty similar to hers. Mine was Lucky Charms, because you're magically delicious. Because I'm Irish. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, no, no. This is a family show. <laughs> you do a great Irish accent. <laughs> oh they, de- they deraced the Lucky Charms guy. They did. They he, has like, he has like barely any accent whatsoever. Like, to speak. He was delicious. He used, to, he used no. to be like a twelve uh, on the Irish, Irish scale, and now he's like he's like yeah, dude. So let's get the random. <laughs> Chad. Like there's a little bit of marshmallow. I don't there. think. I mean, I think the Irish take a lot, and they don't get offended at a lot of things as a, as a group of people. But, but I think they just be like, they're like, probably come on they're now. Probably offended by the whitewashing of their leprechaun. They're right, probably offended by Lucky Charms in general. The yeah. taste, yeah. No, I like Lucky Charms first of all. Second of all, it's because like it's mostly just like a regular cereal. You think it's regular until you get to the marshmallow. Same thing. Which are yeah. exactly which are amazing. So pretty much what they're saying. And then saying, sometimes you get a whole spoonful of marshmallows, and it was like, "Wow, that was a little too." What much. they're saying is that I like, never have that experience. To, to most to most people, we are just really boring, and then occasionally, occasionally, people will be like, "Oh, that was kind of a cool thing." I think what we're trying to say is that nobody would get 
how awesome you guys are. Precisely. I almost like, took the time to get to See, know you and appreciate you. Guys right. you but so we don't awesome. want any of you at home to do but it. But it's also a social interaction and making friends. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Uh, we all hate people. Um, but so, so Tabby's first guess was Captain Crunch. And I was going to say Captain Crunch for you. I was going yeah, to say because I, I know he likes Captain Crunch a lot. And if I it was, was what's your favorite cereal, it still would have been hard for me. Mine's Fruity Pebbles is my favorite cereal. Yeah. I don't know that I have a... Oh. Uh, I know. Turn your poop green. Josh, I think it's my favorite too. Oh, the, yeah. the milk, they, they just, there's nothing to them. They just disappear into the milk and then you just have multicolored milk. And then you drink. Josh cut that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess. Um, Note I, to self. So we <laughs> how, 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 long, how long are we? Uh, three hours. Okay. Well, right. Two hours we of it was this was a supersized episode. So we did. You can split it into two parts. So what me and yeah, Charlotte an had said before is that she had prepared a game and I had prepared a short game. Should I not do that game this time? No, do it. We're only at an hour and a half. This okay. is a special occasion. Me and yes, it is. Exactly. So okay. All right. And then after this, we're going to turn the air conditioner off. Yes. <laughs> okay. We're all sweating. Before we all die. All right. I'm so this game Hold is... Hold on one second. Cough break. <laughs> I'll stall. This game is really fun, and I hope you guys like it. I hope you guys all think it's really, really, really fun. And um, why did it do that? Man, when I copy and pasted it to send it to Zach, I had them numbered and changed all of them to number one. And there's no way Zach's going to be able to keep track of that. One, 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 one. What's your favorite cereal, Tabby? Hmm, good question. I think probably Life. Did you just explain the rules? I really like Life, not too. going to explain like the No, they're talking about cereal Original again. Life. So we have it's a cereal eating party. A little bit of sugar on it. Exactly. Me and Josh there you can go. eat fruity pebbles, and Zach and Tabby can eat life. <laughs> Charlotte, what's your favorite cereal? Um, it 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 changes a lot. Is it, is it chocolate cereal? Uh no. Um, okay. I go through stages where of like it's these insane cravings mm -hmm. of crave. I have to. <laughs> that stuff scares me mm -hmm. because yeah. it spells with a K and it bothers me. Yeah. And also, I, anything that says chocolatey with a Y on the end is like red flag. It's not real chocolate. Yeah, I love chocolate, but I hate chocolate cereal. <laughs> yeah, yeah because it's it it's not it's not real. It's waxy. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that real, wax like, stuff is, really so yeah, react as Um, so sometimes Which I'll like, not like absolutely have to have golden grams. <laughs> like I cannot <laughs> go another day without golden grams. Um, or occasionally, like once every five years, cinnamon toast crunch. Yes. Um, it tears up the inside of your mouth. But golden grams taste exactly the same as they did. Three years ago, and that makes me happy. Well, the it's different sometimes. <laughs> I can't eat cereal anymore, unfortunately. Huh? I said I can't eat cereal anymore, unfortunately. Is it like the experience been ruined for you? Yes, or? because I threw up one time after eating like a big bowl of oh, cereal and yeah. ice cream, and it's just yep. it's over for cereal me. Cereal and ice cream. Yes. When I was oh. a kid, I used to love as for dessert putting cereal in ice cream, and I specifically had what was it? Uh, Frosted Flakes. And a big thing mm. of ice cream, but I had a fever because I was also like, I'm gonna treat myself. You know? Yeah, but I could see I like a fever. A one. And yeah, yeah, I threw up all over my bed. Oh, went <laughs> badly. It was so bad. That's sad. And I will never forget yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But, but as a That's topping, rough. I can't do it anymore. I like the idea of putting it on the ice cream though. I'm gonna it's do good. I'm just gonna eat regular frosted flakes. I'm just gonna eat beans. So this game is related to the moving finger very vaguely. But uh, be visual comedy. thinking about no, thinking about uh, getting mail, uh, the podcast don't drink the tea get some mail. But sometimes we get hate mail. Sometimes we get <laughs> spam mail. Sometimes we get mail that's generated by AIs. It's just like it's just fake. 
So what's going to happen is Zach's going to read to you a portion of mail, and you guys have to decide if it was written by a human or written by an AI. So all of these are going to center on keywords that have to do with the podcast, but one of them was <coughs> created by a human being. Other ones were created by an AI, so you just have to figure out which is which. Turing test game. Have you really gotten, like, real person hate mail? Well, by me. Yeah. I was, <laughs> yes. was going to say, if you did. So, Zach, if you, you just want to start it. with the first one. Right. <laughs> What's about me? Zach has decided to take matters into his own hands. He is building a home for his thermos? Thermos. Thermos. <laughs> He's building a home for Thanos. Thermos. <laughs> Was that thermos. a real person or an AI? I, I, that sounds like it was something Zach actually said. Thermos. <laughs> so just read that one. Cut that. Did we read that? No. <laughs> we got that. We got the game. He's, this, you know what you should build this episode as? Like, um, like, you know, don't drink the tea raw or don't drink the tea unplugged. Absolutely nothing was cut from this right. episode. Exactly. Not a single moment. Director's but it's the most cut. edited. All right. Any quick guess for that one? Uh, oh, that that is yeah, uh, we're gonna do one at a time. That's yeah. false. AI. I'll fake, agree. fake news. Yeah. That one was a real person. What? Oh my gosh. Can you tell me their name and where they live? <laughs> it's a secret. It's confidential. Okay. No, All right. the next that. one. It's a secret. It's confidential. Unless it was Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to know what that means. Exactly. <laughs> I'll probably... Well, let's go down the list and we'll get maybe okay. more context. Okay. Who knows? Okay. Charlotte has become obsessed with the forest. She thinks we live in the woods now. <laughs> Human or AI? <laughs> we do live in the woods. <laughs> well, we live so in there's our house. There's some truth to that. <laughs> uh, real person. AI. AI. That one is AI. Oh, I'm bad at this. AI believes that you are obsessed My guess with was forest. based on the last one wasn't AI. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's sound. <laughs> Don't get used to it. <laughs> I like that it put like, my name and obsessed with. I do right. say that a lot, so that works for AI. Everybody ready? Yep. Josh has proposed making the final weekend in September an official state holiday. AI. <laughs> Real person. Um, I'll I guess AI. That one is AI, yes. <laughs> it was. It was too much of a sentence, too many, uh, Words, too many like oh, trigger words. Ready for this next one? There's <laughs> a lot of words in it. Oh, oh boy! <clears throat> Zach doesn't know how to fish. He's never had a job and has no idea where to go or what to do. But his good friend Ray has a secret. He's a professional fisherman. That was a real. Person. That was definitely a real person. That sounds like something that was on the show. I wish I played a character called so that Zach's one, good friend Ray. That, that one is actually s- AI. What? And I had to cut some of it out, but it, it continued that Zach didn't know how to take the fish off the line. And Ray showed him but that Zach said, but I am a fish. And Ray said, yes, but you're a small one. <laughs> so we had to let I him go. I kept it all in. I feel like that was just like a narration of somebody's dream. Yeah. <laughs> or that was Universal Studios pitching the movie about Zach. That's a pretty yeah. that's a pretty good algorithm though. Yes. Jack Black's there. He's a small fan. <laughs> I think that we could have that Who's AI. playing Ray? <laughs> Henry Cavill, because it's also me. <laughs> you are a fish, but a small one. I feel like that AI could just generate its own 
episode of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Without yeah. Our own script. Yep. That'd be fun. That's fantastic. That. Well, that's and then we just someday. do a read of it. Yeah. That'll be a bonus. Oh, that would be amazing. Charlotte drives above the speed limit when she's thinking no one is watching. <laughs> but Charlotte's bird is always watching. <laughs> I've always wanted a bird. And yes, I do drive over the speed limit when no one's watching. But, like... Well, Charlotte, just you just admitted that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Go on now. Put your hands up. <laughs> that's, that's AI. Robot. Or yeah. my bird's been talking. Well, yeah, I'd say that's AI, too, because I've been following Charlotte before, and she definitely did not go. <laughs> well, you were watching. <laughs> that's true. That's you true. are the bird that is always that's watching. What do you think? Uh, I think it's uh, AI. Alana is my That one was a real person. That one was a real person? That one was authentic. Who in the world said that? We get some crazy mail, guys. <laughs> it's probably not Josh. <laughs> are, these, are these people that you know? or are they just <laughs> The concept, very the concept well. of the game is that some of these were penned by... Uh, a human. Some of these oh. were penned by an AI. Oh, They're okay. not. That's the only thing you have to figure out. <laughs> okay. That put the sorry for the sorry thing. for the confusion. Yeah, it's not like it. I've been hinting. I was it just the whole time. I was just trying to frame it in a in an entertaining okay. way. Okay. Are there okay. more? Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte loves to cook with cucumbers. She's always uh, she always tells us to be sure to cut them in half lengthwise. <laughs> Charlotte has no authority. <laughs> Josh wrote that. <laughs> well, yeah. I think a human. Wrote it's really like human. Yeah. <laughs> that one was a human. <laughs> I like that end statement. Charlotte has no authority. <laughs> Charlotte equals, or uh, yeah, human equals Josh. <laughs> when Josh heard that Perot had died while driving off the coast of Morocco, he believed that his idol's death was nothing more than an escape fantasy fueled by financial distress. <laughs> Okay. Human. This is human. Um, AI. That one was AI. I was really? going to say, it's worded wow. a bit too funky to be yeah. crafted by Josh. It always felt a little off, but I was trying to mimic that when I wrote mine. Because, see, wow. I thought these were like comments you guys were getting Me on too, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it's just, just changed the way it was that just I played this game. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, just being silly. Is this AI or Josh? Yeah. Now, I don't know if anybody's keeping track, but we're on a final question and we're all tied up. There's <laughs> <So, laughs> a lot of pressure here. There's a lot of pressure here. Did you just make that up, or is that really what's happening? It's really what's happening. <laughs> Why don't you guys just trust us? It makes it much more funny to listen to. <laughs> the stakes are high. I have no authority. Right. <laughs> Though you should cut your cucumbers in like yeah. I don't eat cucumbers. <laughs> 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 Kenneth Branagh learned early to eat his food with his hands. That's Josh it's trying to sound be like Josh. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with that. I would say if you're going to guess, it has to be either human or AI. <laughs> yeah, that's the rule. <laughs> if that was written by artificial intelligence, <laughs> that was not me, I'm sorry to say. It really was? It was uh, AI, yes. <laughs> How did you get it to say So for all of these, uh, thank you for, for exposing me. For all of these, I, the idea was that I would write one and then... Punch in keywords that had to do with the podcast. So Poirot, uh, Josh, Charlotte, Zach, Kenneth Branagh. And it, it would do one and I would do one and then I would pick one from each and that way you had to try to pick which one I did and which one the AI did. But, gotcha. You know, I was human versus AI. Was oh, was I supposed to read them in pairs? No. Okay. <laughs> I thought you just genuinely like opened Don't Drink the Peach email. No. That was just like the concept. That was the faux concept of the game. I was wondering why we were being so chill about that. 
Exactly. This like, is the kind of mail that you get. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't be too threatened if we read mail about Charlotte's lengthwise. I would be if I gave the brother no the bird is always pointing. <laughs> I was excited that, that we were getting that much mail. So I feel like you should cut oh. this part so that nobody knows that. We're getting plenty of mail. It just wasn't funny. <laughs> well, like, none, of y'all, none of y'all got jokes. <laughs> okay, but we so, still love the fans. Thank y'all you for like listening. Raisin Brain Crunch. Thank, thank you for joining us both. The, this was the girls episode. You spent probably more time with the girls than you spent with me and Zach through the whole podcast. Wow. Thank you for having us. Jealous much? Thank you so much. Thank you guys for being We're observing beyond the veil of common observation. Like 71 or something? I think 68. So, yeah, this is Just as a reminder, the next book we're doing is Towards Zero. I'm reminding myself, not necessarily anybody else. Charlotte, if you're listening to this, Towards Zero is our next someone please tell my bird to stop looking at how fast I'm driving and just remember what book we're doing. Well, how about you slow down? Um, Zach, you haven't got to talk much because of the wives. So why don't you sign us out with a a little song about all of us being our cereals. Oh, no, do 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 do